Welcome. The following presentation from Answers in CME is part of an educational activity titled Improving the Care of Children with Moderate to Severe Atopic Dermatitis, When and How to Intensify Treatment with Novel Systemic Agents. To access the full program and supporting materials, please visit the activity URL in the episode description. This activity is supported by an educational grant from Sanofi and Regeneron Pharmaceuticals. My name is Dr. Latanya Benjamin. I am an associate professor of pediatric dermatology and clinical founder of Young Skin, a private medical practice. Today, we're going to be discussing how to reduce the burden of moderate to severe atopic dermatitis in children with strategies to integrate novel systemic agents. Let's start by discussing the clinical impact and burden of atopic dermatitis in children. Atopic dermatitis presents in a heterogeneous manner with multiple manifestations. On your far left, we have the hallmark erythema that atopic dermatitis is known for, typically with these red plaques and papules. In the center portion, you can see pruritus and itch, where you have these linear excoriations and weepy erosions. And on the far right, you can see like canification and thickening and hyperpigmentation to the opposite, dispigmentation as a result of chronic inflammation. In the clinic, practically speaking, most of us practitioners were using a gestalt, a general global assessment of the severity of the actual plaques and the amount of body surface area involved. And we also, of course, will take into account the impact that it's having on our children, such as pruritus, sleep disturbance, the mental health impact, the current bacterial and viral infections, and the comorbidities that are prevalent with atopic dermatitis patients. Here we see atopic dermatitis stratified out in severity and age. We see a good portion are categorized as mild, but we also have a significant amount of children with moderate to severe disease. It can start as young as six months and continue on to 12 years. And this shows us that this is just not a disease they grow out of. It persists for a majority of their childhood. There is associated skin pain with this inflammatory condition. Oftentimes, we focus primarily on the itch, but in this recent survey, anywhere from 44 to 46% reported significant skin pain of at least moderate intensity. We know that the full impact of atopic dermatitis is a family burden. There's loss of sleep, the symptoms of itch and pain, the constant infections and other systemic inflammatory conditions such as asthma, allergic rhinitis, the risks for losing schoolwork hours, and also the significant impact on mental health and self-esteem. So as you can see, there's a substantial portion of our children with moderate to severe disease that can negatively impact the quality of life and may warrant in treatment intensification such as with novel systemic agents. Next, we'll discuss the efficacy of systemic treatments in older children with atopic dermatitis. Okay, now we're going to discuss the efficacy of systemic treatments in older children with atopic dermatitis. In a study looking at the efficacy of dupilumab and topical corticosteroids in patients aged 6 to 11 years old, what we can see is that 30 to 33% had meaningful improvement in their response as compared to only 11% in placebo by the end of study. Patients aged 6 to 11 who used dupilumab in combination with topical corticosteroids was able to achieve meaningful improvement scoring an IgA of 0 or 1 overall in a phase 3 randomized control study. 
efficacy was achieved as early as four weeks, with statistical significance breaking out as early as two weeks. Here we're looking at the efficacy of trilokitumab in adolescents with moderate to severe atopic dermatitis, who again had significant response to medications either at 150 milligrams or 300 milligrams compared to placebo. Even a greater percentage of patients responded to the medication and achieved at least a 75% improvement compared to placebo. So in trials with adolescents age 12 to 18 taking upadacitinib, you can see those taking 15 milligrams and 30 milligrams had significant increase in the percentage of patients that had clearance or almost clear compared to placebo. They also had significant improvement in the amount of clearance of 75% or greater. In phase three randomized controlled trial using abrocitinib in 12 to 17-year-olds, these adolescents again showed by the end of trial a significant improvement and achieved clear to almost clear skin as compared to placebo. So as you can see, we have many systemic treatments that are available or becoming available for our adolescents with moderate to severe atopic dermatitis. And to me, this provides hope that we're going to be able to reach for some medications to help this cohort of children. Next, we'll discuss the efficacy of systemic treatments in younger children with atopic dermatitis. Now we're going to dive deeper to the efficacy of dupilumab in younger patients as young as six months of age. In this phase three trial, we used dupilumab and a low-potency topical steroids for a total of 16 weeks. And what we saw is that a significant portion achieved clearance or almost clear by 16 weeks compared to a lower percentage in placebo. When looking at their overall improvement, 53% achieved an easy 75 score compared to only 11% in the placebo arm. So one important measurement that was captured in this dupilumab trial was the amount of itch that our patients were experiencing. With this use of dupilumab for 16 weeks, in addition to low-potency topical corticosteroid, you can see that they had a significant, almost in the order of 50% improvement from their baseline at the start of the trial to the end of the trial, a significant improvement in the degree of itch that they were experiencing, compared to only 2% change from baseline with the placebo arm. There are currently other systemic medications under investigation in younger patients aged 2 to 17 years with moderate to severe atopic dermatitis, including two IL-13 inhibitors, an IL-31 receptor, and also a JAK inhibitor. So for our younger patients, it's just amazing that we can consider medications down to six months of age and look forward to newer medications on the horizon for children as young as two years of age that are really suffering from moderate to severe atopic dermatitis. Next, we will discuss the safety of systemic treatments in children with atopic dermatitis. Now let's discuss the safety of these systemic treatments for children with atopic dermatitis. So looking at the safety of dupilumab in patients age 6 to 11, we're seeing that the percentage that are experiencing treatment, emergent adverse event, was lower in the dupilumab-treated arm than in placebo and topical corticosteroids. There was equal amount of patients that experienced serious treatment, emergent adverse event compared to placebo. There was none in the dupilumab 100 to 200 milligram group. Dupilumab had lesser percentages of infections, and when looking at skin infections specifically, those were of a lower rates as well. We did see herpes viral infections in both the placebo and treatment arm, 
the conjunctivitis and injection site reaction was higher in dupilumab, but overall, we're seeing that the treatment adverse events were mostly mild to moderate and transient, none of which led to treatment discontinuation. The safety in the younger cohort, six months to five years of age, and we're seeing less in the dupilumab arm regarding the treatment adverse events and serious adverse events, there were none. And there were equal discontinuation rates of only one. Skin infections were less in the dupilumab arm than in placebo plus topical corticosteroids. And injection site reaction was comparable in both groups. When looking at the safety of tralokinumab, the most commonly reported adverse events was conjunctivitis, injection site reaction, and the majority was rated as mild. So with all the buzz about JAK inhibitors, when looking at their safety in children aged 12 to 17, we're seeing that the majority of adverse events in the adolescent groups tend to be things such as upper respiratory tract infection, acne, nasopharyngitis, headaches, dizziness, and vomiting. So in summary, these systemic medications are relatively safe. We're not seeing any large safety signals leading patients to experience severe adverse events and discontinuing medication and therapy. In the pediatric cohort, we're seeing less skin infections overall as class of systemic medications. Next, we'll discuss individualizing care of children with atopic dermatitis. So now we'll be speaking about individualizing care of children with atopic dermatitis. I think we all recognize as practitioners the importance of skin barrier function. And what I see wonderful for us pediatricians and primary care physicians just discussing with patients routine skincare and barrier maintenance, such as good bathing regimens, emollients, avoiding triggers, such as bleach and laundry detergents, and modifying lifestyles, such as incorporating massage, and then using our topical anti-inflammatory therapies for any active lesions. However, When you find that despite the best care, patients are not getting the results you want, or we're really not seeing a significant degree of improvement, consider referring to a dermatologist. That's when we're going to move a next step beyond just the topical treatments and basic avoidance of trigger and really dive deeper into how to best manage our children. Take the opportunity to incorporate the parents and also the child in the shared decision-making process of the management of their skin disease. Oftentimes with these chronic conditions, especially our adolescent population, they tend not to want to continue management and maintenance, and so it becomes an issue with compliance, and that needs to be addressed. And I think a big win in the office is when we really get them on a regimen that's working well, and they can go back to their primary care physician, who can also support continuing, whether they're in a maintenance phase or flaring. It's really important that we spend quality time really listening to our patients to understand their current level of understanding what has failed, what's worked in the past, and really go to the next step because every patient has a different degree of severity and we need to really manage goals to get them on the right treatment plan and provide additional education to support their improvement. Atopic dermatitis can have a tremendous impact on our patient's quality of life And in this newer era, we can see that we are moving away from conventional systemic therapies such as cyclosporin and methotrexate, intensifying with dupilumab and other medications that are emerging, such as systemic JAK inhibitors, other biologics, things to really support our patients' improvement. Thank you for listening. 
please visit the activity URL in the episode description to view all program materials, complete the post-test, and get a certificate.